Alright, so uh, I just went on a trip to Minnesota, and so when I came back, I picked up some Surly beers. Best beer in a can made in Minnesota that I'm aware of. Yes. I guess Shell can some beers yeah. too, but. Green Bell Premium is in a can. Green Bell Premium is also <laughs> in a can. It's true. That does not make it better than Surly. Not necessarily. But uh, this is an interesting one. It's Surly's Bitter Brewer, one we haven't had. I don't know if this is year-round for them or just when they do sometimes. It's definitely their most sessionable beer at 4% alcohol by volume. 37 IBUs. It says, first one in, last one out, sweating in the summer, freezing in the winter. Years of toiling and boiling have turned our brewer Todd into a cynical, surly, bitter brewer. You too can get bitter without all the fuss. Simply crack open a can and fill a glass with our latest, Bitter Brewer. Pale orange in color, this ale gets intense toast and marmalade character from British malt and American hops. Dry hopping brings the floral citrus aromas. Go ahead, get bitter. There you go. So my first question. Does Omar not brew anymore? I don't know if Omar ever brewed. I think okay. Omar was sort of the business guy. Okay. Uh, well, carbonated there. And Todd was the brewer. He used to brew at the Rock Bottom in Minneapolis. Uh-huh. And then I think moved over to Surly just when they opened. So I think Todd has always been the brewer. Didn't Omar have dreams of setting up this brewery in like his parents' thing? Yeah, it was like his parents owned like some kind of industrial manufacturing facility or something. Seems like a weird dream if you don't brew. He may have been a home brewer, but just oh, didn't yeah. know how to do it on a professional level. I don't know. Yeah, that is kind of interesting. Kind of curious. I'd like to look into that more. Yeah. Omar, if you're listening, we'd like to know if you ever brewed. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, let's try it out. All right. Sorry, John, I gave you a bad pour. That was, that was dirty. Well, I can't comment on the head. orange color, they're right on that. Uh-huh. Kind of looks like the can. <laughs> yeah, it does match the can pretty well. Let's talk about the can. It looks like it's their normal Surly uh, logo, but with, like, you can only assume is a caricature of the brewer, Todd, uh-huh. subbed in for the top face. Kind of looks like Brian Posehn with a beard and a ponytail. Yeah, like a way wackier beard. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Really? Yeah. Another one. <laughs> but um yeah bitter brewer it's a pretty cool alright now his head is almost dissipated enough to drink the beer <laughs> alright well let's go for it cheers alright cheers wow hmm. it's really interesting it's really thin yeah I mean 4% is a very low alcohol yeah. beer but yeah it's Definitely get the marmalade character they're talking about in the can. Yeah, it is yeah. really fruity. It doesn't. Doesn't taste like. It doesn't really taste like citrus hops to me, though. No. It seems like. It's like jammy, but like really yeah. thin. Yeah. It's kind of this weird. Yeah, and there's like a sort of a British malt undertone, but the main flavor is that, yeah, it's like a fruity, jammy, and that kind of dies off really fast. Yeah. It doesn't linger at all. No. There's no real depth of flavor. We should say it's uh, serving it maybe a little warm. Which you would think would be normal for a bitter. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably 
I mean, really, and like, if it was colder, I can only imagine the depth of flavor would be even less. Yeah, yeah, you'd think so. So. But yeah, this is not quite what I'd expect from, uh, from Surly. Yeah. It's, it's session, really mild. Like, yeah, it's a nice session beer. I was going out for a long night. <laughs> but yeah, it is kind of on the watery side. Yeah. I mean, the malt flavor is definitely there. That jamminess. And it is bitter. That's about the only aftertaste. There is some bitterness to it after a few sips. But not, not, not a lot. No, I mean, even that fades away really quickly. It's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I think it's safe to say that sessional beers are becoming more of a trend now. Yeah. In microbrew culture. This is definitely a very sessionable beer. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they're, you know, trying to go in line with kind of that, that style of brewing right now. And or just something a little different, I guess. Yeah. I wonder, I don't it's know. Still, it's still, like, to their style, like, for a sessionable beer. I can imagine this being on the hot beer end of... Yeah, you know, of a 4% alcohol a 4%. beer to be 30% IBUs, that's pretty... Yeah. Pretty high, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know if I'd buy uh, a four pack of cans for ten bucks though, or whatever it is. Yeah. This isn't really. Yeah, I don't think this is quite as good as some of the other ones. We. This is like the opposite end of Furious. Yeah. You know, it's like that one. You have one can and you're done. This one, I feel like, probably do the whole four pack. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty easy. I feel like I should have done, you know, a six-pack of Green Belt <laughs> at the same price. For cheaper. Glass, I'm sure, yeah. Interesting. Well, I did buy a mix. They actually had a mix four-pack. I'm not sure how they did it. They must have had to really carefully take the cans off and put them back in the ring. <laughs> it was like a mix four. At the oh. liquor store. That's crazy. Two Cynic, a Bitter Brewer, and a Bennett. That's cool. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I just... I'm trying to think. Like, I feel like I might buy this. Yeah. And my, like, when I was expecting, you know, if it was really hot out, this would have been a great beer to do. A lot more. A lot more beer tasting. Yeah. I could see this like if it was colder. If the beer was colder and the day was a lot hotter, like, this would be super refreshing. Yet it would still have some some flavor. Hot beer characteristics, you know. So. Yeah. Interesting. It would be interesting.